Hey, everybody, and welcome into this episode of Chamber Chat Live from the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce. My name is Bill Vitiello. I'm the Director of Institutional Relationships and the Director of Marketing from the Victory Bank in Limerick. Welcome to this episode. Eileen, how are you? I'm good, Bill. How are you? I'm doing good. You look like you're getting some sun. <laughs> no, we have this great chamber volunteer who provided me appropriate lighting for uh, my video conferencing. I thought I thought you're I thought you were hitting the tanning booth. No, no, not <laughs> not even close. <laughs> <laughs> no, it looks it looks good. Yeah, this is this is a high value production happening right here. Yes, it is. <laughs> Nothing but the best. Yeah. So how you doing? I'm good, thank you. Good. I know we're happy uh, to be here again. Say again. I said happy to be here again. I think I missed last week. So. You did miss, we, and we did miss you. Um, for, you know, the president's desk, there's always a lot of good information, but uh, I know you also communicate a lot via social media and via your emails as well. So uh, do you have a message for us this week? I'm assuming you do since you're here. I just, I just wanted to share a little bit about member benefits. Yeah, uh, sure. And one in particular, uh, as we come out of the pandemic, we've had over the last maybe two weeks, uh, a number of requests for ribbon cuttings. Uh, as a former ambassador, you know uh, and have participated in several of them. We will go out and bring uh, the red uh, ribbon and scissors to a member business that's opening. But we also do them if you are having a special celebration, maybe you did renovations, uh, maybe you have a new product that you want to launch, new equipment uh, in your facility we'll come out and make a celebration out of anything. So I just wanted to get on today and share that opportunity with people who are listening to keep that in mind, you know, and to contact the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce and we'll come out and help you uh, get some PR and some recognition for that special event in your business. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that about the ribbon cuttings that you don't necessarily need to be a new business. Right. Um, you know, if you're thriving in the Pottstown area or a member of the chamber, and you want to introduce something, like you said, a new product, or maybe you're expanding or doing something, a ribbon cutting is completely appropriate. It is. And we plus, would love to be a part of it. Plus, you got to come out and see the oversized scissors. Because yes. <laughs> they are legit. Like, they're legit scissors. They're not, it's not a prop. They're legit scissors. It is funny. I just did one, uh, did a ribbon cutting in April for a newer member, um, First Children's Services, and they had uh, one of their uh, administrators had his children there for this uh, event. They had a food truck and had activities for kids. And, you know, he was quite impressed by the <laughs> giant scissors, not something you see every day. Yeah, I've held those scissors before. Um, I haven't run ran with the scissors in my hands. Please, which please yeah, do not. they would do I some put damage. I my disclaimer out when I give them to the person cutting the ribbon. I explain we are not held liable for any uh, actions that you know they may choose to take, and they should be careful because they do cut. Yeah, so. and they have a pouch and everything, so they do. Yeah. We so did you want to safe transporting? <laughs> yes. <laughs> So uh, before you go, did you want to mention the two openings that you do have at the chamber? I think I think it's important for the community to realize those openings exist. One, yes, uh, and then also, you know, it could be an opportunity if somebody's watching this. Maybe not necessarily for them, but somebody they know. You know, there's a lot of folks that are not working right now, so this might be a good opportunity. 
Correct. Uh, it is definitely something to share with your contacts. Um, and thank you for bringing it up. Uh, we were planning on hiring uh, a new person, a programs and member engagement director. Uh, not really a new position for us, just a combination uh, as we continue to reorganize and try and figure out what the appropriate niche uh, and structure looks like for us. That was something we were looking at. They would primarily help with the events, uh, but also would help with the member engagement side. So meeting with members, getting information on what members need from us, and then creating our programs around that. Um, so that is out there that we were planning on hiring for. And then the unexpected, uh, and Danielle was a guest uh, last week when she uh, gave her news. Uh, she's moving on to our next opportunity, so we wish her well. Uh, Danielle was our marketing and communications director who started with us as an intern and we uh, wish her the very best. We were glad to have her when we did uh, and we know she'll do great things for her uh, next employer, uh, but we are hiring for that marketing and communications director position as well. Yeah, thank you. And again, thank you, Danielle, for your efforts. You will definitely be missed. Um, yes. You know, the chamber, the chamber is a very unique space because uh, it's one where whether you're a member or you're an employee there, you, you make friends for life. You do. Um, and you that stay in touch true. with, yeah, you stay in touch with people throughout your career. So Danielle, if you're watching, we will be in touch, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> so, but thank you. Thank yes. you again to Danielle. We wish her all the best. So, so cover letters, resumes can be emailed to me, Eileen at tricountyareachamber.com if someone's interested. I'm happy to take a look at their resume and you know, we look forward to finding the right fit. So us. let me ask you a question too. Before the resumes, would if somebody has a question about the role, uh, would you be open to a conversation? Oh, most definitely. Yes. Great. Yes. Awesome. All right. So we encourage everybody to reach out who is interested. Again, if not, maybe you know somebody who is interested. Um, if it doesn't necessarily fit in the direct career path, that they're in right now, there may be transferable skills. That's real important. Thanks. And that's yes. that's why we encourage that conversation as well. So um, not everybody lives on a resume, so. Very true, agreed. Yep. And I try to look beyond that. So, you know, I am definitely one of those people who's just really looking for, you may not have had a marketing and communications director position, but if you have the skill set, uh, you know, and can do all of those different things and are, okay with doing different things. No day is ever the same here uh, in our world. So, um, you know, would love to to talk. So. No, day is, no day is the same anywhere, so. No, that's <laughs> yeah. true. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna sit back and watch, go ahead. All righty, signing off. Great to see everybody, have a great day. <laughs> Thanks, Eileen. All right, everybody, thank you once again for tuning into this episode. Uh, we have a great guest ahead right now. Uh, I'm going to bring her in and we'll uh, introduce her. She is the Community Wellness Program Manager at the Pottstown Hospital and Tower Health. Please help me welcome Casey Foligno. Uh, Fenolio, I'm sorry. <laughs> you were pretty close. Hi, thank you so much yeah. for having me today. I'm, I'm really excited to be here and to chat with you and our community. Um, it's something that I do every day in my job. Thank you. And thank you for letting me butcher that. I was thinking about the hockey. There's a hockey player with a last name Felino, and that's the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> Those Italian last names, they get you every time. I know, right? Me, and again, we were teasing me off, off air uh, before we came on. I, of all people, should know, right? So <laughs> You should. You should. But yeah, minus one for me. 
Um, but thank, but thank you for coming on so much. We we greatly appreciate it. You know, this is a great opportunity again to connect uh, with people from the community and then also the good folks from Pottstown Hospital, uh, specifically Tower Health. So, um, Casey, for those who don't, like, this is our first time meeting, by the way. So it's just like you and I are having a virtual coffee here. Um, but for those who don't know you and what you do, can you um, describe what you do, please? Absolutely. So I say probably every day that I have the best job in the whole world. I know that's probably a little biased, but I get to work with the community. My job at Potsdam Hospital is specifically to identify the needs in the community by doing a community health needs assessment. We do those every three years. Um, and then identifying and ranking kind of what those needs are, determining those priorities and developing a plan to meet those needs. And then in my day to day, just as you guys were saying uh, before I joined, it looks different every day. So does my job, but I work every day to carry out the plan that we've established. And that is pretty much, you know, developing and implementing new public health programs, working with nonprofits, school districts, local government, um, making sure that our providers and nurses and clinical staff are getting outside the walls of our hospital, engaging in the community so that we're not only driving health change, you know, inside our walls, but we know a lot of our health environment, um, and, and public health and the social determinants of health and, and the things in our community impact our health. And so we're doing our best to get outside of these four walls to make the changes there. Um, like I said, my day my day to day job looks different every single day. Um, some days I'm on a farm, other days we're doing flu clinics, other days we're providing education in a more formal setting. Um, and some days like what we're gonna talk about today, we're out in the woods um, servicing individuals experiencing homelessness. Well, that's uh, quite a lot. And uh, we have quite a bit to unpack here. So, so tell me, how long have you been in this role? I've been with Potsdam Hospital for just a little over two years. I started in May of 2019. Okay. So what interested you? Are you from the community or? Actually, when I took the job, I was not. <clears throat> I was living in Bucks County, PA, where I grew up. Um, so a neighboring county. Um, but um, I took the job here and immediately was like, I need to live here. And so actually right around the same time, my husband and I had just closed on our house and we live in um, Upper Pottsgrove. So in the Pottstown zip code, but just in a neighboring area. Mm -hmm. Yep. I'm formerly from Upper Pottsgrove as well, the North End. So uh, Okay. Awesome. Yep. Yeah, so I good. quickly learned the difference. Um, I used, when we first moved here, I would say, oh, I live in Pottstown. People were like, oh, where in the bird do you live? I'm like, okay, maybe it's not, I should say Upper Pottsgrove. <laughs> Hey, look, I get it worse. I'm in North Coventry and I have, um, I, you know, we have a Pottstown mailing address, but I'm one nine, four, six, five. Oh yeah. That's worse. So I'm really not from Pottstown. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I will there's say, a distinction. I will say that everybody that I've interacted with though has accepted me. So I appreciate that. <laughs> Me too. I, I felt very welcomed here. Um, and actually, that's what I love about this job is that the community that I live in is the community that I get to serve, right? When my yeah. neighbors need something, you know, I can share resources with them and information with them about programs that are going on or nonprofits that I know, social services that they're offering. Um, I, I, I know this community because I also live here now. So you've been in the role for a little over two years now. So, so tell me what it, tell me what it was like when you kind of first started and you were identifying what these community needs are. What were some of the information points that you were looking for or maybe some of the organizations that you were tapping to really kind of figure out how to proceed? 
Absolutely. So we started our community health needs assessment actually right before I started. So in 2018, um, in our hospital, um, we have a consultant that helps us through that process. But we really worked with local stakeholders, key informants, and actually the community. We surveyed the community to identify what are your needs. And as key informants and stakeholders, what are the needs of the constituents or the people that you serve? Um, and we collected, you know, we did surveys, we did focus groups, we did phone surveys, intercept surveys, um, to really get a sense of what these needs were. So when we looked at that data, we really looked for themes, right, across all of the people we surveyed. What were the common themes that were coming up again and again and again? And for us, it kind of lies in four areas. It was access to healthcare. You know, that includes, you know, availability of doctors, availability of appointments, cultural competency, right? Are the providers and staff that we have culturally competent to serve the diverse community that we serve? Um, the second one was the social determinants of health. And that is a term that in the past 10 years has become pretty common. But if you don't know, it's really all the things that impact your health that's not your health behaviors. So it could be housing, access to healthy food. Do you have transportation? Is your community environment safe? Um, the other two were chronic disease prevention and management. Those in things like screenings um, and, um, you know, nutrition education, physical activity education. And then the last one is access to behavioral health care. So not only do we know that your primary health is important, right, and your 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 body health is important, but up here is too. Yeah. Um, and those include things like substance use, but also the mental health side as well. So those were the four areas that we that we really saw coming through very frequently in all of our data collection that we have been targeting the past two years. So it's interesting. Uh, you're answering a lot of questions that I had about this program. So you're doing a great job. Um, you know, I was, I was thinking to myself, okay, you have this data. Now, what do you do with it? So you've identified these four areas. So now that you've identified the four areas, how do you begin to really impact the community with these different programmings? And again, getting key stakeholders involved with our community partners, right? We know that solving health um, issues in our community, we cannot do alone. And no healthcare system, Hen. It relies on partnerships with nonprofits, social service organizations. We actually have a community benefit committee. Um, we meet um, bi-monthly and it's composed of key stakeholders in the community. They have buy-in to the work that, that we're doing in the community. They provide feedback, ideas, ways to collaborate. Um, and, and, and they say, hey, this program's going to work, or maybe this isn't going to work. Um, we really value our partnerships in the community um, with definitely nonprofits, but businesses too. Um, we have representatives from um, PAID, if you're familiar, Potsdam Area mm -hmm. Industrial Development on our, on our CBC, right? Because it takes a village to fix some of these challenging problems. Um, and so we rely on those partnerships to, to figure out what's next. When we have an implementation plan, it is available on our website, um, Health.org. You can search by location, Pottstown. Both our needs assessment and the implementation strategy are there. So if you're wondering kind of what else we're doing, you can always reach out to me, but also it's available online. We want it to be, and, and it has to be public facing so that the community knows all the work that we're doing and to hold us accountable. So can the average person get involved with your initiative in some regard, or are they really there to just kind of make connections with the key stakeholders or a business or something like that? 
You know, actually, one of the things we're looking at is um, developing some type of community council, right? Having a community member um, sit on our community benefit committee to really give us, you know, their expertise and knowledge being a community member. So if anybody on here is interested or if you know somebody who is passionate, our hospital serves about a 10 mile radius around the facility. So not just Pottstown Borough, but the surrounding communities into Boyertown and the Daniel Boone School District areas, Owen J. Roberts in, in your neighborhood. 19465. Mm -hmm. um, so if anybody is listening and, and interested in giving input and sharing, you know, as a community member, what they would like to see, definitely reach out. We're happy to help. So, um, so I know one of the areas or the population that you try to reach are the homeless uh, in Pottstown and the surrounding areas specifically. Uh, can you give us a scope on how many homeless there are in our community and how they are homeless, they don't have an address, how can you reach them? How are you able to connect with them? Absolutely. So the reason we recently have started focusing on serving individuals experiencing homelessness is when we take a look at those four priority areas, right? Access to health care, social determinants of health, chronic disease prevention and management, access to behavioral health care. Think about who might need those resources or have those challenges the most. And it's those experiencing homelessness. Um, last fall, so around October and November of 2020, um, we connected with a local organization called Access Services. Access Services. I think we're experiencing some uh, technical difficulties there. Casey, I don't know if you, can you hear us? We can't, we cannot hear you. I don't know if that might be an internet connection there or not. Uh, Drew, if you have a moment, could you pull up uh, the Pottstown Health website? I, I wanna see if we can maybe poke around there a little bit uh, on Casey's suggestion and, uh, and see if we can get some information on that plan that she was referring to there. Can you hear me okay? Oh, now we can hear you, yeah. Sorry about that. I don't know what happened. No, no worries. We got you. Awesome. Well, thank you. Um, so as I was saying with the homeless community, um, you know, these individuals experiencing those challenges the most are who we need to target. And traditional health care isn't going to do that, right? Have They have so many barriers to care um, that them coming to us is not going to work. So we had to get creative. We partnered with Access Services, a local nonprofit organization that provides um services to uh, unique populations, one of those being um, the home, the homeless community. They have a program called Street Outreach. This program goes out 24-7 um, and provides resources to the homeless individuals, such as, you know, um, supplies for being outside, access to food, referrals for, for health care. But the challenge with that was while they were out there in the community, they were missing a key component, and that was medical providers. In January of this year, January 26, we launched Street Medicine. Street Medicine is a program between Tower Health Medical Group and Access Services that brings healthcare providers directly out into the community. We have four providers from Potsdam Hospital's emergency department that are Tower Health Medical Group providers that go out into the community every single Tuesday from 10 to 2 and provide on-site primary care and specialty care to those experiencing homelessness. It is a fantastic partnership 
partnership that connects the housing component of, of street outreach with the medical component of what we do at the hospital. Our goal is to keep individuals out of the emergency department, right? We don't want people to have to come to us if they are not in need. Our ultimate goal is to act as that bridge and connect individuals experiencing homelessness to primary care and other resources in the community. That's incredible and just an incredible effort to make that commitment uh, to go out there and to seek those folks out who uh, do need assistance. You know, it, it's interesting. I think uh, most of us would probably, um, you know, just drive through the borough or drive around the community and perhaps see one or several of these homeless uh, individuals and, you know, not even given a second thought. We're, you know, headed to our destination or, um, you know, can't, are not thinking about their circumstances and how they might have gotten there. It might not be through their own, you know, fault for whatever reason. And, um, you know, to know or to, to know a little bit better about their circumstances and what they need uh, is really key for our community. And so thankful that uh, Pottstown Hospital and Tower Health has identified this uh, as, as an initiative that they want to tackle. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, I think we think about our own biases, right? How many times have we have individuals walk past somebody who might have a sign asking for money and our first thought in our head isn't they need to get food for themselves, right? They need to eat today. Maybe we think, oh, what are they going to spend that on, right? Or we assume things about this certain population. And those are just additional barriers about why these, you know, individuals experiencing homelessness can't access healthcare, right? When you think about, you know, what are your barriers? If you were to make a doctor's appointment, maybe it's, you know, I have to schedule around work or I have to figure out child for childcare for my kids. The homeless community has a whole other set of barriers, right? They have transportation challenges, financial challenges, maybe a lack of health insurance. Um, if they are working, and, and a lot of the community that we serve does work, they are working individuals in Pottstown, um, but can they leave their job, right, for the day to step away? Can they leave their job to go to healthcare? And also another big one is what are they going to do with their stuff all day, right? We don't have to worry about somebody breaking into our home and taking our stuff because we have a lock. If you're living in a tent or you're living, you know, under a bridge somewhere, you're, if you leave for the day, who might come and take your stuff? That's an extra challenge that this community has to face. And our goal is to just remove those roadblocks, bring the care to them. We have a, a big old backpack. So if you see, if you're in Pottstown on a Tuesday between 10 and 2, you'll see us going around. We have a big old backpack filled with medical supplies. We're bringing the medicine to them. That's, that's just incredible. And you're right. I, I would have never thought you're right. It, it's, you know, typically the possessions that they have are everything that's in front of them. And you're, and you're right. I think people are, people would take the opportunity to uh, take something if it's not being occupied. So yeah. Um, you know, just incredible challenges that our community has um, just with the homeless in particular, again, other folks as well. But, you know, again, this is the, this is why Pottstown hospital exists and this is why you're in this role, right? So you can Absolutely. identify, you can identify it and, and make change here. So um, I'm looking at the comments section there. We have the link up for tower health and community wellness street medicine. So uh, please visit those links, uh, get familiar, take a look at the plan, um, get familiar with what Pottstown health initiative is. Um, if you have any comments, questions, or suggestions, um, we have a few moments here left in the interview. Uh, feel free to ask Casey. Um, but if not, we are going to provide your contact information and folks can reach out to you directly. Maybe they do want to get involved. Maybe, again, they're an individual who can make a key connection 
uh, or they are a business that wants to get a little bit, little bit more involved. Uh, what's Absolutely. the best way to, yeah, what's the best way to reach you, Casey, please? Uh, my direct phone number at the office, I can share that now is 610-327-7035 or feel free to shoot me an email. It's Casey.Finolio. There's a silent G in there at towerhealth.org. Um, I think getting engaged with the business community is something big for us. I think as Potsdam specifically revitalizes, um, you know, we have to look at ways to address some challenging problems that exist. And by no means is this program working to highlight any um, struggles in our community, but really working to address those struggles for people um, so that we can wrap our arms around our community members and get them the help that they need. Usually people can't, um, sometimes they can't self-manage in a way. So we're able to give them those services. We've, um, if you don't mind me sharing, we've expanded a little bit since we've started in January. To date, we have served 45 unique homeless people just in Pottstown Borough. We are thinking about what's next, what other communities in our service area might need this service. Um, but we've also brought in some key partners, Community Health and Dental Care, which is a local federally qualified mm -hmm. health center. Um, they come out with us every week and um, Creative Health Services, our local behavioral health provider has joined our team. So we're really from a multidisciplinary, you know, approach trying to tackle this these challenging problems not only getting people the health care and behavioral health care they need but trying to get them into secure housing options as well yeah and that's fantastic and you're right we're, we're not and i hope you didn't take my line of questioning no no not at all writing it but it's it's something that exists in our community it and i is. think it's, i think it's just great that it's getting addressed Absolutely. Um, yeah, and I think that's, it's important for people to know, like, you know, what are these people doing out on the street? And that's what we, we would just want to let the the community know, hey, we're out here doing this. Um, if you have ideas or suggestions, or if you're like, hey, this subset community could really use your help. We're here and ready to address, um, you know, any problem that we can tackle. Yeah. And I was going to encourage that, you know, if you're, if you're watching this interview or you're listening to it on the podcast and you're thinking, well, well, they didn't mention anything that um, I'm involved with currently or whatever. I would just encourage if you had a thought about helping the community or thinking of ways that you can assist or making a connection, just reach out and have that exploratory conversation with Casey. Maybe there's not a match, which is completely fine. But if anything, I think both parties wind up getting educated and we start helping the community even more together. So. Absolutely. Please reach out. I I sometimes get strange requests and they turn into things like street medicine, right? So, yeah. you know, they come my way. I'm like, I, I don't know, but you know what? I'm going to figure it out with you and mm -hmm. we're going to figure out together how our hospital can get engaged in, in helping solve some of the challenges our community faces. We love partnering with our, our community members and, and community businesses and nonprofits um, and look always for opportunities to do so. So please reach out if you have any ideas or suggestions. That's awesome. Casey, thank you so much. Is there anything you wanted to share before we uh, go here? Anything I just else? want to say thank you so much for having me today. Um, I love engaging with other people, learning and uh, sharing what I get to do. As I said in the beginning, I have the best job in the whole world. So um, if you're thinking you do, then you should walk in my shoes for a day because I certainly do. Um, and I just love the work I do every single day. Um, and I'm happy to share about it with you and the community. So thank you. That's awesome. Thank you. And you can just feel your energy. You don't even have to be in the same room with you. You can feel your energy. So thank you so much for being on today. We greatly appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. You're welcome. Folks, thanks for tuning into today's episode. My guest today has been Casey Fanaglio.
I'm gonna. I said that wrong again. <laughs> Sorry. Benolio, you're close. You're Benolio. close. God, I'm so embarrassed. Oh, tune out now. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but thank you for tuning into today's episode. My name is Bill Vitiello. I'm the director of institutional relationships and the director of marketing for the Victory Bank. And until we connect again, all my best and bye for now. And congratulations to Danielle for her new role. And thank you to Eileen and everybody else at the chamber to make this possible. Have a great day, everyone.